Hello, hello. This is episode 35. Hey, ladies. I am excited about today's topic. So let's dive right in. For those of you who are experiencing sadness and grief or other heavy emotions that are connected to your child's special needs and are not experiencing the relief that you need, listen up. This is the episode for you. I want to offer you another way to approach grieving and loss and handling those kinds of emotions. In doing so, it'll help you reach a place of peace, contentment, and openness, which can be incredibly freeing, all right? And as a perk, this process is also effective, sustainable, and practical to everyday life. In my last podcast on grief, I covered the more traditional stages of grief, which is helpful in many ways, but also misses the mark in others. So it turns out that, as you probably already know, life is just, it's a lot messier than a five-stage linear process of grieving, right? There's a lot going on in our everyday life. Back in 1999, there were a few scientists that proposed an idea called the dual process of grief, which basically means that instead of progressing through a step-by-step process, like the traditional five-step stage process, you switch back and forth between confronting and working through your sadness and taking breaks because, I mean, come on, real life is still happening. Like you still have to pay the bills, feed the family, go to the doctor and therapist appointments that you have for your child and for yourself and your other kids. Take care of yourself, hopefully somewhere in there, take a shower, go to the bathroom, you know, and then just tend to other aspects of your life. Life goes on. But how do you deal with immense grief and sadness when life doesn't seem to give you a break? I've seen this a lot in a lot of the Uh, Facebook groups that I'm in is just like, how do you deal with the exhaustion? How do you deal with the tiredness? And it's not just physical tiredness, but it is an emotional exhaustion. So here's how you can use this model to actually help you in your life when you have that. And I do want to emphasize that this exhaustion can come from a lot of places. I'm addressing exhaustion that comes from grief from not being able to process it or address it or having it come up over and over and over again, following every doctor's appointment or therapist appointment, or just seeing developmental stages that they're not meeting or that their cousins are, are um, developing through and they're not, even though they're the same age, you know, that you, you still have grief coming up in these kinds of situations. So what can you do about it? So With the idea of the dual process model and swinging back and forth, here are my three tips that will help you manage your grief and get you to a place of more peace and less exhaustion. And as a side note, I'm going to use the term grief work. And this can look different for everybody. This could include seeing a therapist, reading a self-help book, um, journaling, meditating, or anything else that really helps you process the grief. Okay, that's the idea of grief work. Um, And I won't really get into any of those today, but I just want to clarify what I mean by grief work so that when I say it, you know what I'm talking about, okay? All right, so here we go on to tip number one, which is be intentional 
with your swinging back and forth, right? And this means plan. Yes, plan. I know. It can be difficult. There's a lot of unexpected things happening in this kind of a life, but planning is possible and is a saving grace. So I really want to offer that you try it on and just start with planning out a couple of self-care items, okay? Like when to do grief work and when to do and take a break, okay? So you're going to plan those things and it doesn't have to be long, right? 10 minutes journaling in the car. Like, and this is how I do it. Like I, every day or every other day, or if I forget for a whole weekend, I just pick it back up. Not a big deal, right? 10 minutes in the car after I've dropped the kids off at school, um, I'll just sit there and I'll journal, right? Or sometimes I'll record myself in a video because it really helps to talk to someone myself is as good as anyone else I've come to figure out. Also, sometimes things just, emotions just come, right? And the pain hits you. If you'll just take a minute and let it happen, process it, move through it, feel it, right? I mean, that counts. And if you do that and you've done it before your scheduled time, then you've already done it. And if you just feel like your schedule's crazy, then plan multiple opportunities throughout the day, right? And just try to take them when they come. So if opportunity A you can't take, maybe you can take opportunity B or opportunity C and space it throughout your day. Or perhaps make an A and B schedule. If this happens, then I can do it at this time. But if this happens, then I can do it at that time. And the truth is, is that there are predictabilities even in a life of taking care of a child with special needs, There are certain things that are predictable and plan it up against those predictable things. Make sure that you also do this with your breaks, right? Plan it in predictable ways. Take those breaks. And remember that if you miss it or totally space it or just can't do it for some other reason, have compassion. There's no point in beating yourself up about it. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. You missed it. Pick it up the next day. Pick it up in a couple hours. You do what you can do. Okay? Tip number two, prioritize your mental health care activities, such as the work, the grief work, and taking breaks. When you get to that part of the day or week that you have planned to take a break, do it. When you get to that time of day or week that you have planned to do the work, do it. I promise that you will feel tempted to not do it. You'll feel tempted to neglect it. You'll feel tempted to prioritize somebody else over you. And I do want to add this in there that this isn't like a zero-sum game, okay? It's not like if I decide to have self-care for myself, then I'm taking away from everybody else, okay? I promise that if you will take care of yourself, you're going to bring more peace, contentment, less stress into the picture, Okay, and I'm going to get more into that in another episode, but I just want to put that out there, okay? So follow through on what you schedule and it'll be well worth it. And remember, it doesn't need to take long, 10 to 15 minutes. The point with the work is that it's processing and moving you through the emotion and helping you understand yourself better. And the break is rejuvenation, whatever that might look like for you. And it can change as your life shifts, which it often does. Tip number three, have compassion for yourself. And I've mentioned this one several times because when you're raising a family that has children with special needs, self-compassion is 
crucial for your well-being and the well-being of all of your other family members. Okay, you have a unique situation and you're pioneering on this path that you're on in a lot of different ways because nobody and no family is like you or your family. So if you're listening to this podcast, I can tell you that you're already the kind of person that is doing well and is considering the life that you're living, considering your family, considering what you need. And that will benefit your family and you all at the same time. Okay, I want to offer that to you and to take a risk on it, to try it. Something that helped me a lot in my early years that I have found to be very applicable now that I'm a mother raising a child with special needs. And it's something my husband used to say, which was keep on keeping on. Life moves on and we just kind of have to pick up the heavy bags and move forward. And it's not a race. It's not a race. We don't have to be where the Joneses are, if you get what I mean. We're on our own unique journey. Be where you are. And then just keep swinging back and forth in that space between doing grief work, between taking breaks, between doing regular life, and swing and swing. And I promise that these little breakthroughs that you make will begin to illuminate your life and the life of your kids and your family in a really great way. Thanks for listening today. Please share this podcast with those that you think it will help and let's build those up that need it. Give them the support that they need, that we all need. See you next week. Take care. Take care.